Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. John is taking some time off. He doesn't have COVID. Stop that rumor, Deborah Mark. Mm. I know you've been spreading it around the hallways. I have. Somebody out. somebody went down with COVID, though, in KFI, right? Is that what I hear? Uh, I guess we can't talk about that. Well, there's been uh, quite a few people. And it's not producer Ray for the third time, I hope. I hope not. No. He's wandering around here. I spoke with him today. I got really close to him. It better not be him. No, I think he's past being infectious. I mean, the El Segundo Times actually came around today with a big story. What do you know? Lots of cases, but this time not so serious. It's like... How long have we been with this? What is this variant called? This latest uh, B12? Like, yeah, uh, like whatever that. they're called. We've been watching for months. Nothing's really happening with hospitalizations, any serious illnesses. And they just ignored that and continued on with their cautious stories. And we may go back to indoor masking. And uh, the bride of Frankenstein, Barbara Ferrer, says that perhaps we have to go back to a very cautious. Pres-. And now they run the full page, <clears throat> front page story today, finally. What we all know that this latest round of variants, nobody's getting very sick. Uh, people are coming down with COVID and they're going, oh, yeah, I guess so. It's like a mild cold or something. I felt a little bit in my chest, but uh, this thing is played out. Anyway, I, I hear it's going to rain. This is the first day of summer. Yes. Today is the first. It is the longest day of the year in terms of daylight. So enjoy it. I think the sunset by me is more like 8.15, 8.30. That's nice, but... It's all downhill from here. Then we slowly yes. move back to early darkness. I so hate sorry that. about that. Ugh. Yeah, but there's a chance of rain. I heard you read that, and I just looked it up in the weather.com, and uh, there is a chance of rain overnight in the morning. You doubted me, Ken? 
No, I just wanted to see if it's because you're reading the forecast that, you know, how big KFI's reach is and all the different climates we have. Yeah. You have the mountains and you got the valley and you got the basin, you got the coast and you got the. So everybody might get a shower. 40% infection. around a 40% chance. Every, every, no matter everybody, where we live yes. in SoCal. 40, okay. you know, maybe somebody might get 30, but it's, it's, it's around that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I think they're talking about the return of the monsoonal weather where we kind of have those humid and then there's a thunderstorm or two sort of in the mountains or maybe in the Inland Empire. I remember sometimes you have those flood warnings or something. That could be what's going on for the, for the rest of this week. And they've also predicted long-term that La Nina will continue, which basically means dry. That's why I'm saying if it rains overnight, is the drought over? Is that, can I No, but at least our plants will get some water. Yeah, well, how many yeah, plants well, do you have? Well, I have a lot of succulents, but uh, you know, we, I, I can't have my, my sprinklers on that often anymore. I have to be careful. So you this, have a lot of outdoor things? Yeah. Oh, you do? I yeah. I do, I have a lot of potted plants and some Are flowers. You, oh, we didn't get to this story last week, but uh, apparently, there are two places that the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power serves, which are getting the most complaint about water wasters. And number two was John's neighborhood, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Number one, I think, was Mid Wilshire. You're in the Valley, though, right? Yes. Okay. Are you paying attention to this, <laughs> this thing about watering, depending on your address, odd oh, or even? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes. You've really worked out the days and you've got it, you got the schedule. And no, you... shh. Not really. Okay. So it's a... I kind of do gonna... my thing. Nobody's turned you in for not yet for for wasting water. Okay, all right. So you got big summer plans. You going anywhere exciting? I'm not going anywhere until September. So you're stuck with me until September. Well, that's when you'll take like your week or two off. I'm going to take two weeks off in September. I was going to go to Japan, but there's too many restrictions because of COVID. So we nixed that. So yeah. uh, we're going to do some other places. Oh, you want to know? You want me to bore you with where well, I'm going? I, 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 nothing could be more exotic than Turks and Caicos. That was my favorite that you went yes. there. That's like where the really rich people go or people go hide money there. No, there are other places in the Caribbean that like St. Bart's, that's where the true rich and famous go. I've never yeah. been there. Turks and Caicos is, you know, kind of down on the list. But uh, but yeah, I'm going to go spend a couple days in Venice, Italy, and a couple days in oh, Paris. Nice. Then I'm going to go to Scotland and Ireland. Wow, people must be thinking you're making millions reading the news. I... Yeah, no, I'm not. And we use miles, and I do have a husband who works. So I'm just going to throw all that out there. When I think of you, like I think last night, commercial showed up on TV for one of those little blue pills for men. <laughs> yeah. I still think of you when I see that because those ads you did for... Uh... Yes, well, I do. I actually do voiceover work, and I and I, you can hear my voice on movie in movies and TV shows, too. So I, I, I do make oh. extra money that way. Yeah, all right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we are not letting go of the biggest story we have going on the John and Ken show. And that is, of course, the recall of the Los Angeles County District Attorney, uh, George Gascon. Uh, we're going to play for you coming up in a few minutes. He was on the, the NBC Nightly News and that drone Lester Holt, the anchor, interviewed Gascon. Now you know how worried they are. So they reached out to one of the most liberal networks they could find. You know that if Gascon is recalled, criminal justice reform, it'll be a big setback. It'll be reverberating around the country. We already lost the San Francisco district attorney. We cannot use the Los Angeles district attorney. Please, let him, let him get on there and make his case. So he was interviewed by uh, Lester Holt. It's supposedly next hour, Gascon is going to hold some sort of news conference 
to clear up the information concerning the shooting deaths of these two El Monte police officers. We learned over the weekend the grim details of their deaths. The, the officers, and it's Joseph Santana, and we talked to his mother, Olga Garcia, who is very, very uh, grief-stricken and really worked up about Gascon's policies. Uh, he was followed into the hotel room by his training officer, and that's Corporal Michael Paredes. The guy in that room was Justin Flores. They were called there for a domestic violence report, something to do with a possible stabbing. So is it possible they go there and don't really think that they're going to face a man with a gun? But the next thing we learn is that when they get to the hotel room, the woman comes out. This is the estranged, separated wife of Flores, and supposedly she tells them he's got a gun. And they go into the hotel room, and he's in the bathroom, and he comes right out of the bathroom immediately firing. And he shot both officers apparently in the head. They were downed in that hotel room. There's another man on scene. It's a sergeant. They haven't named him because apparently he did take a gunshot wound. But Flores makes his way out to the parking lot, and there's more of a police response there, and there's a gunfight. And he's six foot two, 300 pounds, Flores. He falls to the ground but continues to fire, and they're saying that he eventually shot himself, that he committed suicide. You see how committed he was to this? Just like any other mass shooter that we've heard in those stories, that some eventually just kill themselves, rather because that's really the whole reason for this. Thanks to George Gascon's policies, he was not in state prison. And to keep himself from being arrested again, because this time... Domestic violence, he's got a gun again. Uh, maybe, but not necessarily with George Gascon. He might have been sent back to state prison, so he was having none of that. So he decided to try to shoot his way out of this, and that didn't work. But, of course, in case you missed it, George Gascon's policies are what let this man to be free, to be in that hotel room, because he's a striker. He had a strike against him. And after an arrest in 2020, there was a plea deal made in 2021, right after George Gascon took over as Los Angeles County District Attorney, which allowed this guy to avoid certain state prison time of two and a half to three years. You know, as the El Segundo Times pointed out, well, if he got that sentence, knowing our prison policies, he might have been out anyway here in 2022. I guess that's possible. We'll take our chances. And what people are forgetting about this case is this is probably not the only time that George Gascon has allowed these dangerous people to slip through without any prison or jail time. It's just not as uh, studied as closely because two police officers don't always get killed by these guys, but maybe they hurt somebody else. Maybe they killed somebody in a gang fight. Maybe they killed an innocent bystander. I mean, who's digging into this to find out who's benefited from Gascon's policies? All right, when I come back, I'll play some of the clips of Gascon on the uh, NBC Nightly News with that uh, dull anchor, Lester Holt. I would imagine some of them were softball questions. We have a few clips to play. Coming up here on the John and Ken Show on KFI. So I'm looking now at the at the video that accompanies the story. I, a lot of people don't watch the network Nightly News anymore. There's just too many other sources for news and to sit down at 6.30 or whenever to watch these 20-something minute-long newscasts, which are just littered with uh, commercials for drugs. They're basically all drug commercials during the breaks. But uh, NBC Nightly News is anchored by Lester Holt. And I guess uh, maybe they tried to give a lift 
to the L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. Uh, this is how they accompanied the story. L.A. District Attorney under pressure from rising violent crimes. Violent crime is spiking in the streets of Los Angeles as robberies in broad daylight, heists on train tracks, and homicides are on the rise. Oh, and by the way, I'll get to that story later, but L.A. is among the cities which is going to see more homicides this year than last year. And last year was a high that was not seen in years. But anyway, oh, but not like the 1990s. Many longtime residents are more worried than ever. L.A. District Attorney George Gascon took office in late 2020, riding a wave of support for criminal justice reform. But now that support seems to have eroded as the crime surge continues. And it's interesting that this aired Friday night, just days after the death of the two El Monte police officers at the hands and. I don't have a clip here where he was asked about that. It may have been too fresh a story for them. They may have interviewed him days earlier. But supposedly next hour, Gascon is going to hold his own little news event. And he's weak. I know we make the jerk the joke. He sounds like Kermit the Frog. But what comes with that is sort of a cartoon character. He doesn't really make any passionate case for uh, his directives and his whole idea of criminal justice reform. So uh, this interview, I don't know how long it actually aired on the nightly news. They edit all these things. But we'll begin with this clip, which kind of made headlines and got my attention over the weekend. Lester Holt asked Gascon if, if he thinks that L.A. County is any less or more safe since he became D.A. Is Los Angeles County any less or more safe since you took office? So it's a complicated question, right? I'm, I'm not sure we're safer than we were 20, 30 nah. years ago. If you're looking at what has occurred maybe in the last three or four years, then it's a higher level of insecurity today. Yeah, did you hear that? Right out of the book of the El Segundo Times. Let's just flash back to the 1990s and let people know it's not as bad as it was. Who cares about 30 years ago? People care about now. And when you see rising crime, you got to go after it. You can't have somebody like this in charge. And he's been aided by, of course, the state policies, which we've seen, including Assembly Bill 109, which releases these felons from the state prisons into the hands of county officials and probation officers there who, if they do something bad, wrong, violate the terms of their release, they go into a county jail for a couple of days and they're back out in the streets. Criminals know when these things are going on and they will take advantage of it. So you heard him try to talk about 30 years ago, and then when asked about today or the last several years, uh, that's, that's a complicated question. No, it's not. People are less safe, and nobody cares about the murders and the robberies from 30 years ago. Those stats don't matter. As I point out every time on this show, for years, they came out bragging about the all-time low crime statistics. I remember whoever the mayor was, Tony Villar, Garcetti more recently, the police chief, they would come out and proudly announce in the latest round of crime statistics, we are again at all-time lows. And then as things began to go up, those news events didn't occur anymore. They had nothing to say because people are aware when the rates are going up. I mean, you can even sometimes watch the nightly local news. I call it the crime blotter report, but there'll be more of it when crime is spiking. And, and the crimes are just more horrendous. Police shootings and these, uh, these robberies where people are followed home or are tackled on a sidewalk for their watch. Five, ten years ago, 
We weren't talking about that when they were bragging about the low crime rates. And they were bragging about the low crime rates because we got tough in the 90s into the 2000s with tough laws like three strikes, which again, and I think you're going to hear this guy say next hour and Gascon appears at this press conference that's scheduled. He's probably going to say the way we handled Justin Flores, the man that killed the two police officers in El Monte, was not out of the norm. Okay, even though he had a strike, we consider it to be a nonviolent strike. What it was was a burglary. But this guy's been found with a gun as recently as 2020. Affiliations with a gang. This man hasn't changed. And when you know that, you have a responsibility to put that guy back in prison, to keep him away from people. That's where you failed. I, I think that's probably what we're going to hear, part of what we're going to hear when Gascon speaks. Uh, this next question uh, it's kind of right out of the, uh, all right. So he wants to ask if these criminal justice reform prosecutors is leading to more crime. We're seeing crime going up in, in many cities across the country. We're seeing progressive prosecutors like yourself under fire. Do you think that that's an accurate representation that progressive prosecutors equal rises in crime? I mean, here, here's a problem. Some of the more conservative counties here in California have higher per capita violence than we do. But you never see anybody blaming those prosecutors for the increase in violence. There it is. It's, it's called Look Over There. And Newsom tried this the other day. Newsom said, well, the murder per capita rates in some of the red states are the highest in the country. But in those states or cities, and in those cities run by Democrats and sometimes prosecutors like this Gascon, we're seeing a lot of the murders that fill the state numbers. Now, Gascon wasn't specific there about here in California and what he's talking about. I've heard people talk about Kern County and places like that where some of the per capita murder rates are high. But per capita, again, I mean, if you have a town of 100 people and one person is killed, that may seem like a lot compared to a big city where dozens are murdered. But the impact in big city safety is much more severe. Uh, the next clip Apparently, Lester Holt is asking, oh, yeah, about the fact that his uh, deputy DAs don't support him. If you can't get through to your own deputies, what does that say about your leadership? Well, actually, to be honest with you, I mean, it's complicated. You have a very strong driving force that is very committed not only to try to remove him from office, but more importantly, very committed to keeping the system the way that it was. No, they didn't think that they were going to have a public defender take over as their county DA. That's why they're resisting you. And they're the ones that have to carry out your directives on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's, it's hurting them. Uh, many have left the job. The problem with that is Gascon's filling them with his flunkies, who are other public defenders and people that are like-minded in releasing all the criminals and not prosecuting many crimes and not sending people to prison for very long. And my favorite, which doesn't get as much coverage as it should, he wants to release people that he thinks have been in prison too long. Doesn't matter what the crime was, even if it's murder. 15 years is enough, this guy's decided. So let's go back and dig into the records and find all the people that have been in prison for at least 15 years, and let's find a way to release them. This is absolute madness. All right, the last uh, clip I have is pretty short. Um, and this is Lester Holt talking to Gascon about how people don't feel safe. There's a lot of perception that things are getting worse. Perception. If they don't get better, is that all going to come be laid at the feet of, of 
progressives and criminal justice reform efforts? I'm very fearful that that is happening already. Yeah, and hopefully it will lead to your removal from office. Can't say it enough if you haven't signed the petition and you're an L.A. County registered voter, go to recalldageorgegascon.com, get a hold of that petition and send it in. They need a cushion. It's easy for people to think it's over because the big news last week is that they've reached the signature threshold they need to get us a recall vote, but they need a big cushion, maybe 150,000 to 200,000 signatures. So do that. All right, more coming up on the John and Ken Show on KFI. John, it's got some vacation time. I'll be carrying you through this week with Deborah Moore. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're expecting to listen in on a George Gascon news event. The L.A. County District Attorney apparently is set to explain more of his side concerning the shooting deaths of those two El Monte police officers at the hands of a man who benefited from Gascon's directives. Specifically, that is a striker. That's right, three strikes law. He had a strike on his record. They did not prosecute him to the fullest and would have ended up with him being back in state prison probably for two and a half to three years for possessing a gun. So we'll see what that brings, and maybe we'll bring somebody on from uh, the L.A. County DA's office, (laughs) my deputies that oppose Gascon's policies, to analyze uh, his response uh, coming up, we hope, in the 3 o'clock hour. I got another one of those scam texts today. Scary. Do people fall for these? This was like uh, someone was trying to tell me that my Netflix account has been blocked. You need to take action right away. (gasps) That would be terrible, terrible and terrifying. Yeah, it's either change your password or give us your credit card information so we can reset everything. Do people, I mean, because it's a text, does that convince people that there's something more technologically real about it? You fall for that? Well, I get nervous sometimes, and and there have been times where I question it and I ask other people. I investigate. Uh, Since nobody answers their landlines anymore, so they gave up with those uh, those robocalls where there's like an IRS agent there. You need to respond immediately. Your accounts can be frozen by the bank. You do owe the IRS money. But now that that does not work, and they're trying this texting thing where they're trying to fish for people to... uh, possibly respond and give away. So it says Netflix is going to do more layoffs by the end of the week. I know. Also making news this afternoon, and we'll have more on it later, Uvalde, Texas, the Department of Public Safety held a hearing in front of the state Senate, and they couldn't have painted it more worse. An abject failure by police. That means on all levels, complete, total, horrified response by the police. They couldn't, they did almost... Everything wrong that they could do wrong in responding to the mass shooter at the school, which is really heartbreaking. We already knew that 75 minutes was too long before they made their way into that classroom. But we've learned, among other things today, that maybe the door wasn't locked. In fact, uh, the man with the Department of Public Safety, uh, Steve McCraw, says it was not locked. They could have gotten in there in seconds, but they were too chicken. And that's really what explains it. They did put the lives of the police officers over the lives of the children. And the one thing we may never know is how many could have been saved if they charged into that classroom anytime within the first few minutes, but certainly within the first 75 minutes. So I'll have a report on that later in the show yesterday. Oh, and by the way, Deborah Mark, what's our average gas price in L.A. County? Is it KFI AM 640? That's what I heard this morning. Uh the average price is at KFI AM six forty. The average price is six thirty eight. Okay, I heard six dollars and forty cents this morning. Did it come down two cents from this morning? 
let me check and see. Uh, or maybe they were citing a different Maybe, region. yeah, because I... I uh, your, your prices for Southern California for L.A. County or City of L.A.? Which one? Which one is your price? This one was for LA County allegedly, but I don't know. LA County is six. Okay, so LA County is six forty. Orange County is six thirty three, and then California is six thirty eight. Yeah. Okay. So for LA County, LA it's KFI AM six forty. Imagine saying that like ten years ago, that oh, you know, someday the price of gasoline is going to match uh, KFI's uh, position on the dial 640? People will be like, are you out of your mind? Crazy. Well, I know. And look at you. You have a little commute to work. Is this I this costing do. you? Yes. Yes, well, I pay a lot well, more in go gas. Go to the bosses and ask for a raise. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait right here. Okay, Ken. You come yeah. back and tell me how it went. Go and down the hall. I'm going to tell you, it, it didn't go well. Oh, you did already? Oh, yeah. About the gas or about just... <laughs> just about everything. Well, I'm worth it. <laughs> yeah, I am worth it, don't you think? Uh, Don't answer that, Ken. Yeah, yeah, I think you're fine. (laughs) Fine. That's the worst. That is such a bad word. It is, huh? You're fine. I should have said something like, you're excellent. You're the best we've ever had. Thank you. Wow. I think so, too. Thanks, Ken. Uh, Yesterday, the Democrats in Sacramento marched out. They had a news conference. And rather than announce they're going to do something to help uh, Californians who are paying these high gas prices deal with these high gas prices, seriously, they announced they're going to investigate the gas prices. Now, they also announced this in 2019, or Newsom did. That ended up going nowhere. This is also going to go nowhere. But they said this time, it's going to be a legislative investigation. We're going to bring in the oil company executives, and we're going to question them, and we're going to get to the bottom of this. You know what the truth is? They're glad, but they can't say that publicly because it may anger some of even their own voters who, if you saw from the June 7th primary, uh, they really do stick with these people despite so many big problems in the state of California. But they're worried a little bit that gas prices could shake some of their core Democratic constituency who keeps voting for these people. So they had to do or say something. Now, Republicans in Sacramento have been saying, why don't you give them a a relief uh, with the California state gas tax? Why don't you suspend that? Other states have done that. Oh, no, no, no. The oil companies won't pass that along. Well, guess what? There was a study done and states that have done that suspended the state gas tax. The gas prices did go down and they went down almost in line with the sales tax. So, no, the oil companies were not absorbing that and not they did pass along the increase. They didn't bother with it. In other words, they're going to charge what they're going to charge. But if the state gas tax goes down, you'll see an improvement at the pump price. So that stupid argument got debunked. Not that I bought it anyway, but that's just what they throw out there. So rather than do anything, because they've got all these ideas on the table that we might all just get the debit cards or checks in the mail to give us some relief, or, or maybe just low income people will get this. They didn't do they didn't do either thing. They came out and announced we're going to do a big investigation. So as I said, that's because this is good for them. They do not want you to drive. They do not want you to drive with a car that uses gasoline. If you're going to drive, they prefer you use an electric vehicle, but it's fine with them that gas prices are going up. And hopefully, and there's always a lag. I'm starting to read that people are cutting back a bit because of gas prices in terms of their travel and it's affecting other parts of their budget. But this is fine with the hacks in Sacramento. They just can't say that publicly. 
So they were forced to do something. So they come out and talk about another stupid gas price investigation, which is worthless. It won't mean a thing. Oh, and it may not start for a while. There's another report that by October, if you can believe it or not, October, they might actually come up with some idea for a gas rebate, gas price rebate. And isn't that interesting, October? Let's see, that's just, oh, that's around the time people are going to start voting in the November elections because most of the legislature is up for re-election. Newsom is, but that's kind of a, a pass there. He's going to get re-elected, but this might be an issue in a few districts where voters there are tired of the high gas prices and they're tired of their state legislature doing nothing. So if they come up with any money at all for people that are being hit with these high gas prices, it mightn't be until October I'll be talking about all this later on the show with Assemblyman Vince Fong, a Republican who's on the Budget Committee. Uh, we'll get you more detail on this ridiculous proposal. And by the way, I watched some of the local news last night. They just ate this up. Oh, yes. They, they announced they're going to convene a special investigation into high gas prices in California, and they're going to they're gonna get to answers. And then, predictably, they went to the gas pump and talked to people who said, oh, it's awful. I can't pay this much longer. It's a real headache. All right, the John and Ken show on KFI. There's quite a heat dome. They call it a heat dome. It's another term. They come up with all these weather terms to really get people's attention uh, in the last several years, but uh, it's affecting other parts of the country. I think Chicago has nearly 100 degrees today. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're expecting a news conference from hopefully the man without a job by the end of the year or early next year, the L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon is going to meet with reporters and give his side of the Justin Flores case. That's the evil man that killed two police officers in El Monte last Tuesday when they came to a hotel room to check on a, a domestic assault complaint. And he just opened fire and apparently shot them both in the head, leaving them dead in the hotel room. And he ran outside and started shooting some more with police. And eventually they say he did shoot himself. But Gascon's involvement is that they gave this guy a pass. He was a striker, California Three Strikes Law. Under that law, you commit a violation of the terms of your release, in this case, the possession of a gun, you're going back to state prison. You know, and that's not a small thing. Having a gun convinces me you're not changed. No, nope. you're probably still a bad guy looking to do bad things. Well, you could have gotten two and a half years to three years in state prison, but Gascon didn't do that. Instead, get him 20 days, that was time served, and put him back on probation into the streets. So he was there, and he killed the two police officers. So Gascon supposedly is going to explain something about this concerning his directives and what happened in this case, and we'll see coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. Well, you know, if I'm here with Deborah Mark, there's going to be an animal story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, not good. In fact, I got really sad when I saw this. And I don't normally do that. You get sad? Apparently, the narcotics guys in Mexico have a fascination with exotic animals. Did you know that, Deborah Mark? I did not. They like to show them off. They like to use them as cartel mascots. So there was a big shootout with Mexican police and a drug gang in Mexico recently. And when they finally got inside to review the carnage, of course, they found a lot of dead gang members. But they also found dead a small spider monkey who was actually wearing a bulletproof vest. 
Yeah. He's wearing he was, a, a bulletproof vest. Yes, he, he was, was dressed in a tiny camouflage jacket. And he had a tiny bulletproof vest. He was lying sprawled across the body of a dead gunman who was apparently his owner. Oh, Ken. He died. I told you I'd make you sad. That is very sad. And I told you this made me sad that they forced the little monkey into cartel work. They gave him a little book. Maybe he was out there stealing stuff for them because mm. those uh, those monkeys are quick and they're sneaky. Not cool. And he didn't have a choice. So if he was, whatever. Not cool. Oh, not cool. No. Very sad. They don't know how the monkey died. It's not clear whether or not he died. Oh, oh also wearing a diaper. Whether the monkey died in the hail of bullets that killed his owner or not, they're not sure. Now, accompanying this story, apparently the other thing that the cartel people like to keep and find it, of course, amusing to have them as mascots and also to show their opposition some fear are Bengal tigers. And there was a 450-pound tiger which was wandering the streets in one of the Mexican coastal states. Uh, the good news about this tiger, it's fine. And apparently, oh, you won't like this. It had been declawed and defanged. No, that is not okay. What is wrong with people? That's not going to, you're not going to be very fierce, even though you're big, if you got no claws and you got no teeth. How is it supposed to protect itself? It it can, although it's still heavy. It's still a big animal, but you know, it's not good. I imagine a a good Rottweiler could probably tear into it. Absolutely. Um... It says here that a man later on in the video casually tosses a rope over the tiger's neck, leads him away. But the story that's similar to this, which did not have a good ending, not for the animal, but for the guy, concerns a guy that apparently, well, the man is calling a tiger who's inside a fence. And eventually the tiger comes over and he puts his hand in there to pet it. And you probably guess what happens next. The tiger grabs a hold of the guy's arm well that was stupid and eventually gets both arms and mauls them and they pulled the guy out of there but he died from his injuries a few days later i mean i feel bad but really you can keep exotic animals in mexico if you register them under strictly supervised conditions you think the cartels are registering (laughs) tigers and spider oh yeah (laughs) i I really (laughs) seriously doubt that but apparently this has become a custom they acquire exotic animals sometimes they set up private zoos this is considered just another mark of their wealth and their prestige that they have these exotic animals. I know. You're not impressed. No, it's a turnoff. Yeah, I know. But they like to show them off. In the case of a tiger, they're good for enforcement. What about those cars? You know, the Lamborghinis and the Maseratis. I mean, why don't you just stick to that stuff? But Leave that's old news. Alone. I know. You got to come still. up with something cooler and newer. All right. When we return... We're going to check in on, we believe, a news conference involving the Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon, I guess giving some kind of explanation as to how, under his directives, they handled the killer of the two Almani police officers. The John and Ken Show on KFI AM 640. Deborah Mark is coming up with the news. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.